This is the Tactical Leader Podcast, where we're on a journey of self-mastery and true leadership. I believe that in order to lead others, you must first be able to lead yourself. And in order to lead yourself, you have to first know yourself. If you want to learn the tactics to get to know yourself, to lead yourself, and to lead others, stay tuned to hear from industry experts as I unpack the tactics that they've used to build their business, build culture, and lead others. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Tactical Friday, and you heard from him this past Monday, and I am pleased to be welcoming Glenn Lundy right back onto the show to share some of his tactics. Glenn, welcome back, my friend. What up? What up? Glad to be back, man. Man, I'm excited about this because it's something that we didn't touch on Monday, and I want to brag on this piece because it's one of those impressive things, and I think you're a humble dude where you're probably not going to brag on it too much, so... I have to stand back and be like, yeah, man, that's freaking impressive. There's a recent thing that you kind of competed in along the Grant Cardone world where you're in the spear competition and you got on stage, which is terrified enough as a speaker yeah. to speak. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot that goes into that, but you got on like a massive stage. Can you give the, a little bit of insights about what that was for the audience before we dive into the tactics you learned from it? Yeah, so, you know, Cardona organization, they did the greatest speaker in America competition. So very similar to American Idol or America's Got Talent, that type of thing. There's 27,000, yeah, 27,000 people. Only, that, uh, only 27,000, yeah. 20, 27,000 people that competed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I won the whole freaking thing, bro. Number one, the greatest speaker in America. So I got to speak on stage at the 10X Growth Con in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand, dude, the same arena where... Mike Tyson used to fight, all that stuff, man. I got to speak on that stage in front of, I guess, like 10,000 people in person, another 50,000 online or something like that, man. It was it was awesome. And that's, uh, that's why I had to brag on that point. I wasn't going <laughs> to let it go without talking about that because, dude, it's an impressive thing, man. I've been a speaker for shoot, five, six years now because I saw it as an avenue for Business development, getting your expertise out there, no different than a podcast, right? You, I talk about getting on stages, a virtual stage through a podcast, uh, a stage like that's a massive stage. I've started hosting events. And I know you do a lot of training sessions, workshops, seminars, stuff like that. Can you talk to us a little bit about what, what are the tactics when you're trying to get your mind right? And this goes from everything we talked about, your eight pillars on Monday to feeding that energy forward into a room of people, whether it's 30 or 10,000. 10, it's a ton of people, dude. In front of 10,000 people, right? What's the, what are your like tips attaching, putting yourself out there to that capacity? Yeah. So I think really where it starts, Zach, it's interesting. I used to want to go out and tell people something, teach people something, right? And I, I used to have this desire, like, hey, listen to me. This is how it needs to be. And what I've discovered over time is stages is really about sharing something within you, right? It's more for you than it is. The best speakers in the world speak through their lessons that they are learning and experiencing and others, it shines on others. Does that make sense? Elizabeth Gilbert, she wrote a book called Big Magic. And in that book, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And in the book, Big Magic, she says, please don't write a book to save me. I don't need saving. Write a book to save you, right? 
And so speaking on stage for me has always been about elevating my existence and gaining continued clarity. So when you speak on a subject or a topic, you have to really know it, right? Because you're exposed, bro. Oh, yeah. You're up there in front of, you know, I was up there in front of 10,000 people live with a clock ticking down that was going to buzz like crazy if I wasn't an absolute expert on that stage. And so what the stage did is it made me better, right? Versus now through doing that, it made a massive impact. I had people come up to me after, you know, people in tears. I had the whole arena in tears. It was an incredible experience, but that's the tactic that I would love to share people is don't go out thinking you're going to save the world. Instead, go in and figure out what it is that you need to learn or that you have learned that saved you and share that. And that will get you more stages and create a bigger impact. Right. I love that piece because it's not only is it 100% true, especially when you're giving like a, that keynote, right? And you're really integrating life lessons into your own experiences. It allows you to speak from the heart. Right. It allows you to speak from that, like, hey, this is what I did, what I used, the, the tactics I used to get out of this bad spot, or the thing I learned that shifted my dynamic because it makes it more relatable to people. And right. so many people are like terrified to share that, that darkness that we've all lived. Right. Yeah. And it's a scary thing, man. It's a scary thing, but it can be. It can be. Look at Grant. You mentioned Grant Cardone. So Grant Cardone wrote a book called 10X. Yep. 10X is the book that took Grant from being basically a very well-known in the automotive space, but the rest of the world had no idea who he was to being a fairly well-known figure at this point. And now he's worth $4.6 billion or whatever, right? That book 10 X, he wrote that after 2008, he almost lost everything. He got screwed by a partner and his wife went to him and was like, dude, what are you going to do? And he went and locked himself in a room and Elena was freaking out thinking, oh my gosh, what happened to him? He locked himself in a room and on the other side, he came out with 10 X. It was for him. He wrote that book for him to solve his problem. And now that book has been distributed all over the world in millions of different languages and has made a massive impact in all kinds of other people's lives. And so to me, that's a perfect example, like create that which you need to elevate self and share that with them. And I, uh, I've actually had a conversation or two with Elena, never chatted with Grant. We've talked about that, but I had a conversation with Elena where there's something about a powerful woman that can put a boot in a man's ass and I apologize <laughs> for the language, but this is where everybody, where we're out here at, I did some business uh, out here in Austin this weekend, brought Taylor with me and dude, these people that have never, they know me, they know my background, they know all the stuff I'm doing, right? And I did the SWAT stuff. I did, you know, deploy the Green Berets. I've done some shit, right? And they all look at her and like, she's the one that's going to keep you in line. You better lock her down quick. And so I feel like Elena is very much the same way. Like having that powerful partner to really say, hey, what are you going to do? You can do it, but I'm going to hold you to accomplishing that. That's a pretty huge piece. Uh, I I imagine, especially with your family, man, I'm sure it feeds forward and in your world as well. 
Oh yeah, dude. My wife's a freaking G, bro. She's a gangster. She'd kick my ass if I wouldn't do all the things that I needed to do. Like my wife is legit and she's a Proverbs 31 woman. She is a whole, she homeschools. She likes being out in her garden. You know, my wife's just like, she's simple, right? Like just very simple existence. But at the same time, she knows what I'm capable of and will not let me fall short of that. Which is terrifying, but amazing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. For those of y'all who have not seen Taylor, yeah, she's not a little girl. And I think she could probably bench press me. Taylor's uh, Taylor's tough, bro. Taylor's tough. uh, I I love that, man. It's so more and more obvious in the space. A lot of this podcast has shifted. We've been doing a podcast series called from the battlefield to the boardroom to the bedroom because a lot of what i've talked about is from the battlefield to the boardroom now i've had her every other week we released an episode that's that to the bedroom piece we talk about how the business life has integrated into our personal lives and feed both ways and it's so so many people forget how important it is to and it goes back to your pillars man faith and family and fitness having these things right are such great baseline tactics because one will immediately impact the other. And a lot of people don't see the convergence and or they forget about how these things converge. But having a partner that can keep you accountable, brother, and uh, put a boot in your ass when you need it, like it, it's it's huge. It's huge. It, it's a oh, really yeah. fascinating piece that I waited too long to learn, if I'm being honest. Like being selective about, you know, you hear the quote, you are those five people around you. Man, you are that person right next to you. That's the big one. No doubt. I think too many people forget about that. Yeah, no doubt, man. There's a powerful dynamic. There is a reason that the family dynamic is being attacked in this country because a strong partnership leads to unlocking people's potential, right? Whereas the other is true the other way around. And so, you know, we're in this society now where it's like, what is that one song? What does she say? Um, I can buy myself flowers. I can whatever. Right. Yeah. Like they're just attacking this whole dynamic, like making it like it's like it's a weak thing to, to be in a strong, trusting relationship. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason that's under attack. They tell us that we have to sacrifice one thing in order to have something else. And I just, I don't, I don't buy into that anymore, bro. You can have it all. You can have it all. If you in are intentional, you invest time in all of those areas every single day, you can have it all. Glenn, I love it. Stellar info, bro. Stellar tactics. That's the gold for me, man. Hearing tactics from people like you that are just out there crushing and hearing how we can take those action steps and move that forward into our own lives is absolutely huge, man. And I know we mentioned it on the last show, but I want to give the audience one more opportunity. What's the best way to connect with you, find you, see more of this awesome information you're putting in the world? Yeah, man. Glenn Lundy, just look me up. I'm all over the place. Download my ebook, Morning 5 dot com morning com it's free download that and uh, yeah let's hook up excited love it no excited to get to know some of your peeps bro heck yeah man heck yeah i think there's a lot more hopefully to come in the future between us and a lot more of that content i'll definitely throw the morning five into the show notes and 
link that over and i encourage everybody go check out glenn if you didn't check monday's episode go back listen to a little bit more of his story and more of what he's doing and overall glenn i appreciate you for being here brother and taking the time dude are you gonna do any fantasy football or anything do you do any of that stuff man i used to i didn't and I realize it. when I, I had like eight teams going at once i'm like uh talk about time investment bro that's like <laughs> such a oh you know i, 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 I did brother. i used to do a lot of fantasy football like when i worked in a dealership i had a set schedule yeah. i would do a lot of fantasy football then i became an entrepreneur you know, own my own business. You don't have a set schedule, schedule anymore. And fantasy football got put to the wayside. But I was doing my audit, right? Because I audit all eight fillers. And my friends kept coming back at a two, bro. I'm just, I mean, family, great. Finance is great. Faith, great. Fitness, great. Friends, pfft. it's like, golly. And I was making a lot of excuses. I was like, well, most of my friends are like live in other states and stuff yeah. now, right? Like, I don't have anybody that I kick it with locally at all. And on top of that, most of my circles traveling all over the place because we're all speaking at different places and so on and so forth. And so this year, I played on a softball team with some young guys, my brother in law, and some young guys, and they had a little thread. And it was like, who wants to do fantasy football? And I was like, no wonder I don't have any friends because I always say no to things like this. So I'm doing it this year. It's a trap. Fantasy it's a trap. football. I'm just doing one little team, one little thing on Sundays. It is an investment in the friends area of my audit. We'll see how it goes. But I was just curious if you're in that world or not. I really, I used to be, and then I kept missing the waiver wire, and I was missing grades. <laughs> and my dude, it, 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 it's funny looking back when you said it, it's like, yeah, when I started my own business and I started traveling more, I don't even watch games that much. I mean, yeah, I love football, but yeah, man, it's a great piece. And friends is one of those, those pillars I need to be more intentional on because same as you, man. I travel again here in Austin. Flipping around, heading to Dallas in a couple of weeks and to Canada in a couple of weeks. It's like we're going nonstop. So that investment's a huge piece. And don't invite me to your league, bro. I don't, I don't want to lose. People look at me all the time. They're like, Glenn, you're surrounded by people. You've got this community. Da, da, da. But what they don't know, bro, it's like I spend 98% of my. I should. That's the wrong word. 98% of the time throughout my day my week my month 98 percent of the time i'm like by myself most yeah. of the time you know if i'm not investing time with the wife or the kids you know i'm either like on a plane or i'm in a hotel room you know even when you speak on a stage it's 45 minutes an hour you know on the stage maybe an hour before and an hour after that you're you know investing in the audience but 20 hours but you're like solo you know yeah bro. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that it's been an interesting dynamic for me as I'm getting a little older going, all right, you know, one of these days I'm going to sell this business thing. And then who am I going to, who am I going to smoke cigars with and sit in rocking chairs? If I ain't got no buddy. It's funny. The business that brought me out here to Austin was actually a, I've never done it before. And I normally would say no to it. Right. But it was a, a dove hunt. Dove hunting is apparently huge out here. Right. And it's a, a few of the industry people, some Guys I know from the DODs, one of my clients is big in the DOD space. So it's a bunch of industry partners like putting on this like sponsored dove hunt. And I'm like, nah, 
I'm not, I'm not a dude. I grew up hunting and fishing. And I'm like, nah, I don't really hunt like that. And the dude's like, nah, come on out. It'll be fun. We'll drink some bourbon, smoke some cigars, right? I'm like, all right, cool, but can I bring my girl? And they're like, absolutely. It's a family friendly event. So, dude, we land in Texas, drive to about an hour outside of Austin. And within two hours, I had shot, first shot, killed a dove. Taylor's right. sitting there competitive as hell. She's like, oh, right. game on for the next three days. She's like walking through the woods, trying to hunt down a damn dove. No, but it, it was one of those, man, it, when you can merge the two, right? Because it's a scary thought. Who are you going to drink a bourbon with? Who are you going to smoke a cigar with? You know, Tay can't smoke a cigar. She gets sick every time she tries. Right, uh, right. Man, but it's... Uh, well, there's an 80-year-old, you know, whether we live that low or not or make it to that low or not, I like to think there's an 80-year-old out of all of us. Yeah. But what I've come to... Um, grips with is the 80 year old inside of me does not really have any say in what his life looks like mm. now i'm not saying you can't be 80 and go out and do something you know that changes the world i'm not saying that but on my 80th birthday the 80 year old in me is going to look back and either say thank you to 45 year old glenn or he's going to say f you to 45 year old Glenn, you know, based on the decisions we're making today. And so I want to set the 80 year old up in me in a way that he doesn't have to, in a way that he not only has financial freedom and spiritual freedom, but that he finds purpose and joy through all of his days. And that requires relationships with others outside of just my wife. And outside of just my kids, because my wife and my kids, who knows? Like if I put all my eggs into one basket, if my wife passes before me, then what? Right? Like, I don't want to set 80 year old do a dude up that way. And so it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. It's like those friend relationships have value as well in the future, which I haven't thought about, which goes back to the 30 days, which goes back to how we've been indoctrinated and programmed to just run in these 30 day windows versus this long term building. So anyways, on that note, I got Patrick Mahomes, bro. So it should be good. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be okay. You know, don't jinx it though. Cause chief fans will keep rage. <laughs> uh, no, nah, man, that's uh that's awesome, brother. I, I appreciate you sharing that piece, man. And definitely I think we could all do better about that in a lot of ways i appreciate that peace brother and again overall man thanks for the time i appreciate you being yeah the show. thanks for having me man i'll see you soon i'm sure thank you for listening to another episode of the tactical leader podcast if this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more i challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice claim your independence and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.